0: Welcome to Grow, Black Girl, Grow, a podcast dedicated to growing, healing, and uplifting women and girls of color. Listen as Kiata gets very candid about topics young girls and women struggle with while being girls, teens, and ultimately women in America. Start children off on the way that they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Proverbs twenty-two and six. Hey, friend, and welcome back to Grow Black Girl Grow. My name is Kiata, and I am your host. (laughs) Let's go ahead and give space to our mental health. Overall, I'm feeling pretty good. However, I want to reserve this moment to talk about what happened earlier in the week. So the Lord had to remind me that this life that I have, everything that is involved in it from the moment I wake up to the moment I close my eyes is exactly what I prayed for down to the minute, (laughs) second, millisecond, what have you This is the life that I once prayed for, and I'm living it. I just want to use this time to say that a part of the human experience sometimes can have us being too forward. And I am totally guilty, friend, of being such a forward thinker that I forget about the here and now. And I want... Everything that I desire in the future to be now. And sometimes I'm not content with where I'm at. And even when I get that future thing to be my now or to be my present, I'm like, okay, cool, fine. Let's go ahead and strive for something else. Like, let's go ahead and want something else to be my new now. So I say all that to say the Lord definitely had to remind me that my frustrations that I was feeling um even maybe even a bit of ungratefulness that I was feeling was directly coming from me wanting my future life my future desires to be right now instead of being grateful for what I have right now because at one point in life <laughs> this life that I had or that I have was once my future thing and now I have it so I just wanted to leave you with those little little tidbits those nuggets (laughs) right there but anywho Thank you again for subscribing to the podcast, for leaving reviews, y'all are amazing. If you're not following the podcast IG, please make sure you go and follow so that you can like share this with your community. And thank you to everyone who has taken the survey so far. It will be up for another few weeks. I want to try to collect as many responses as possible so I can be informed for the next season. You guys have left me with such good information and i'm soaking it all in i'm processing it and trying to prioritize um based on what i saw recurring. Re- um but someone left listener letters as a possibility and i really liked that idea i was like okay that's so different than what's being done right now in the podcast space. So let me know if that's something that you would be interested in, because I think it's such a interesting idea um, to do listener letters every once in a while. But yeah, that reminded me of Clarissa Knows It All. If you watch Nickelodeon, I was like, oh, maybe I could be the new Clarissa Knows It All. <laughs> Just kidding, because I definitely don't know it all. But I thought it would be um, a very different take on podcasting. So send me an email, go to the website, and type me out a little message there. Um, I would love to know your thoughts. And let's just hop right into this episode, y'all, because it's going to be a good one. I get to do this. I get to do this. I can do this. My kids had a good day. My kids are fed. My kids have a place to sleep. My kids have a safe space. I get to do this. All right, friend. (laughs) As you can see by the title of today's episode, we are talking about perspective in motherhood. This week, there's no article, there's no blurb, there's no psychologist, there's no one but real life experience. (laughs) Typically, I like to do some research and just have some factual, statistical type of information to give you. But honestly, there is no book, no video, no article, know nothing that can prepare you for the ups and downs of motherhood and I was not prepared (laughs) totally 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 unprepared for this roller coaster of a ride like definitely I feel like I'm just falling and I'm like am I going to be falling forever? Like, are we going to level out? Where are we here? And it could just be toddler years, I don't know, but I definitely feel like I'm just falling. Inevitably falling. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah. This is where we are with perspective and motherhood. Quick a little story time, my journey to motherhood. Um, was definitely not how I thought it was gonna go. Uh, back in 2017, yeah, back in 2017, we got pregnant in August, miscarried in October, <laughs> and uh, tried to get pregnant again for a whole year, didn't work. I was totally like doubting myself feeling like it was my fault like I was depressed and I just thought that the I I remember saying this I don't know if I ever said it to the hubs but I definitely said it to myself like the one thing that I'm supposed to do I can't even do and I think that just comes with so many women suffering from miscarriage and silence but Totally not what this episode is about, so if you want me to do an episode about that, let me know, and I can, but um, then finally, I was like, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to think about it anymore. I don't want to try. I just want to focus on me and try to get my life together, and ironically, a month later, we were pregnant with RJ. How funny is life, right? So, had RJ in May... Had a great time on like this motherhood high, I guess, because it was something that I really wanted. It was fun and low-key felt like I was playing house because it just didn't seem real. Then pandemic happened and got pregnant with Cameron. And yeah, I think at this point, RJ was like nine months, 10 months, something around there. Found out we were having Cameron and I was like, okay, yeah, no, no, no this can't be happening. The pandemic is here. There's COVID. I don't even know what's happening in life. And now you want me to give life? What? So going through being pregnant in a pandemic was not ideal. (laughs) It was very scary. It was very like, am I going to catch COVID? Is my kid going to have COVID? Like, it was just a lot going on. And then R.J., Began to get into toddler years. And that's where I guess the playhouse part of it kind of started to melt away. This fairy tale or whatever idea that I had started to fade away. <laughs> so then had Cameron in December 2020. And yeah, that's when real life happened. So the boys are 18 months apart. And... If you would have asked me, and I'm pretty sure someone did ask me, um, if we were going to have more kids, and I was like, yeah, it's a whole no. No, shop's closed, not having any more kids, I'm done. I was like over it. I was over it because I was not expecting for life to... Pick up speed as quickly as it did, especially given the life circumstances that we were under with everything that came with COVID. There was a whole bunch of stuff happening all at once within like the first six months of having two under three. I was just in a state of overwhelm. Like it was. Perpetual state of overwhelmingness, and I started to be resentful towards the hubs. I started to be resentful towards my kids, and I was like, I don't think that I am built for this life. I don't think I have one the mental capacity, two, I don't even think I have the physical capacity to keep doing this. I was, y'all, I was going through it, right? I'm not exactly sure how I stumbled across this whole, I get to do this mantra. However, I will say that once I started to say those words to myself, one, it gave me space and opportunity to relax and reset. It also helped me with my breathing and to recenter, and then it was a reminder that I get to do this. Like, at one point in time, I thought I couldn't have kids. And now I have two kids. <laughs> so, you know, like, again, giving space to perspective there, giving space to a new outlook on life and continuing to remind myself that this is the life that you prayed for. And now you have it. Don't be ungrateful. Embrace the uncertainty. Embrace the newness. Embrace the discomfort for sure. And just go with the flow. My land sister tells me all the time that I need to let go of control. And I'm trying. (laughs) I am totally, totally trying. But it's hard. And motherhood definitely reminds me that I don't have control. The only thing that I can do is be a good example to my kids and raise good humans. And okay, pause real quick. I don't like when people feel like they have ownership over their kids. That ideology does not sit right with me. I just feel like we're stewards of these little people because they have their own minds, they have their own feelings and like they're, they're little people, right? Like trying to become bigger people <laughs> at some point in life. And so I'm all about raising good humans. And whenever I tell myself that I get to do this, My kids are safe, my kids are this, my kids are that. It definitely helps me to realign with raising good humans. I can't control them, but I can direct them. I can lead them, and I lead by example. So when I take a deep breath, I try to help RJ do that. Uh, Cameron, he's not there yet, but RJ is definitely in that power struggle phase. And I try to teach him to take a deep breath and we're going through feelings and identifying like when you're happy, when you're upset and all these other things. So when him and his brother are playing and Cam might take a toy from him, he like, he blows up. He has this huge, big feeling and he's crying, he's screaming and whining and in that moment, not even going to lie to you, I'd be like, huh, (laughs) what's happening here? Wait a minute, I'm I'm unprepared, like we were just having a great time, and now I'm over here, like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) It definitely throws me for a loop, and so keeping my conscious mind and my mantra at the forefront of whenever I'm with them Definitely helps me process through my feelings so I can help him. So I tell him, you know, take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out. And I can tell that he kind of sort of thinks it's a little funny because he'll start smiling and I see the emotions, the feelings kind of start to decrease. And then we talk about, okay, well, how are you feeling? And This side and the other. And we tell Cameron we don't like when we do this, and you know, blah blah blah, all those things. The whole point, (laughs) because I feel like I'm getting off on a tangent here, but the whole point is whenever I have perspective in motherhood, the biggest part of me having that perspective comes from my mantra of I get to do this. That is really, really powerful for me. And it doesn't even have to be just in motherhood. It can be in whatever part of life you want it to be. And don't get me wrong, like I still have my own meltdowns in motherhood where I forget that I have this mantra. And most of the time I forget whenever my attention is divided So if I'm trying to do something and then the boys are doing who knows what, like in that split moment, I forget to say those things to myself. And I react instead of respond. Do I feel mom guilt? A hundred percent. A hundred percent feel it. But then I also have to remind myself that this is a part of the human experience. We're not perfect. We won't always be able to control that initial split second reaction or feeling or thought. However, what comes after it is what's most important. So if I do have a bit of a moment with RJ or even Cameron, I'll apologize to them. They may and or may not understand. However, it helps alleviate the guilt that I felt from not following through with my mantra. And I think that too is a part of perspective. I think that too is a part of raising good humans because they get to see that we're not perfect as their parents. We make mistakes and we blow up, we melt down, we do all of these things as well. And they get to see it in real time. And they also get to see how to fix it in real time. Motherhood is a lot. (laughs) It is definitely an emotional roller coaster. And you just never know what you're going to get. And as the adult in the situation, you have to be centered. And my centeredness comes directly from that mantra that is how I stay grounded that is how I continue to raise good humans that's our time friends I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Grow Black Girl Grow Always remember, everything in this episode is my opinion and experiences outside of the things that I Google. <laughs> this by no means is a replacement of seeing a licensed therapist or a primary care physician. Keep growing. Peace and love, friend. Thank you for listening to Grow Black Girl Grow. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and are eager to come back next week. Be sure to follow Grow Black Girl Grow on social media at podcast.growblackgirl. Subscribe to the podcast for future episodes and leave us a review so that we can continue to grow this community.